listening to I Believed What? Hey, I'm Jill Solo. During this podcast, we'll be exploring Christianity and its Semitic tales of power-hungry rulers who used the biblical God to uphold their laws and all about the laws they broke. Each podcast is mulled and sifted over by me, Jill Solo, a professional ex-Christian. I'm not agnostic. I'm not atheist. I'm pretty spiritual now. But anyway, I used to be a creationist, a homeschooler, a mom to over five blessings that I raised as warriors for Christ. Yeah, I submitted my entire soul to the God of the Bible, the New and Old Testament. My faith was in Him. I set all my needs, my hopes, my fears, my sins, all of them at the foot of the cross. I believed God wouldn't give me more than I could handle. I even placed Him in control of my womb. Five babies, a set of twins, and one more at the end of my fertile years, and I started having questions about the church that I gathered with. Then I started questioning what I accepted as true. I hope to bring to light the American Christian's beliefs. No matter the grit, no matter the cringe, all for your entertainment. I hope to make you smile and even laugh with me at my preposterous beliefs and the justifications that I gave them. This is exciting. Let's dig in. Hey, it's Jill Solo. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. Today, I want to just say I really am grateful to all of you for listening. Um, This has been one hell of a ride for me. Having been steeped in religion, um, with the lies that we're not an organized religion, we're, you know, like all these excuses as to why we're not like other religions. When you take the robes off, it's still the same damn thing. It's the same religion. Um, I, I want to be wide open here and just say that my what is the word uh de deprogramming has been unbelievable i can i'm sure you can hear the shaking in my voice it has been terrifying there have been um moments where i didn't think i would make it uh it's been, it, it's been amazing. The way that my mind has, has spread out. I can feel my, my brain growing at times when, when I'm floored by the reality of what science is actually telling me in opposition to what I was told Bible-wise. Um, for example, just the, the structure that we're told it, um, the earth is revolving around the sun, sun's in the center, and all these other planets are also revolving, and the moon is revolving around us, and then, of course, the moons are revolving around the other planets, um, in a fixed disk world, you know, like on a wheel. But in reality, it's like the sun is a shooting star blazing through space, and we are spinning behind it like little 
plastic beads in water, you know, like watching, you know what I'm talking about, I hope, but that just blew my mind to think that that could be a possibility, that space is that vast, that's far bigger than Hebrew land, (laughs) that's far bigger than Jerusalem, that's far bigger than the Holy Land, okay? And so it really opens the mind up when you start to check with science and you see how much you're missing out by saying it's God or it's because of God, it's just God. I, I listened to a so-called comedian today, um, crazy name, I'm not even sure what it is right now, um, he he was talking about how he couldn't live without believing in God. It, he would never be able to make it because he takes great solace in and comfort in knowing that he can just relax on not knowing. And that's the basis for atheism, too. There's just you relax on not knowing because God knows. And I relax on not knowing because it's unknown. You know, it can't be proven, whatever it is. So I relax. Um, Faith is not something you can make someone have unless they're a child. And, And in that case, you're really setting someone up. And that's not fair. So, ooh. Um, I'm kind of chilly too, so I suppose I'm chilly. It's Minnesota, damn it. It's the middle of June and it's like 65 out. It's 64 out. I'm not sure, but it's chilly. Um, yeah, so dear Christians, you can believe what you want to believe and I can believe what I want to believe. And because I don't believe what you believe does not mean that I believe that you're an idiot. And you don't believe that I am believing what you believe in, so you shouldn't believe that I'm an idiot. Understand that I agree with what I believe in, and you agree with what you believe in. And walk away. If you can't get over it, go away. We've been taught this since we were children. Let's adhere to it. If you can't get along with somebody, go away from them. So, I have been working really hard these past few months and really devoting myself to being a better parent. I'm writing a comic book. Um, It's, it's a project that I'm doing uh, as an artist. It's uh, not a comic book. I'm sorry. It's a graphic. It's a, an autobiographic novel. So it's a graphic novel written and illustrated by me about me. Um, And it's kind of like going to touch on, how Christianity, abuse and neglect, those things were the building blocks that I was raised upon. I was given that programming and religious trauma is a real fucking thing. And if you're suffering from religious trauma, like I did, like, I mean, I, I was terrified that I was going to be struck down at any moment. I felt like Every bad thing that was going on in my life was because I chose to turn away from God. I was terrified to stop believing in God. I really was. Um, I tried to at 21, 
And within a year, I was right back into religion. So, um, but my mother was really, really pushy, obviously, because she got me into religion in the first place. It gave her great solace, and I can understand that. Whew. I can understand that taking great joy in something because you know it. That makes you feel better, and I get it. And I'm not trying to ridicule anyone with my podcast here. I'm sorry that I have. Um, this podcast here is to just expose the shit I believed. And one of those beliefs was that I was nothing. I was unworthy. And when you get down to it, I was a submissive wreck. I was a victim. And I believe religion creates victims. So, with that being said, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been a victim for far too long. And religion has kept me there. Um, when I came out of victimhood, through the religious sector, I went straight into victimhood of another kind. Um, it seemed that victimhood was seeking me out because I was of that vibration, I think. Um, now, I, I ran into an old friend who we had a really, really bad falling out years and years ago over a life and death situation. Yeah, uh, ran into her yesterday, and it was awkward, and I wasn't short with her, but I could just feel that how she felt was nothing like how, how I felt, and I, I worked through it, you know? I was kind, I was respectful, but I didn't dig for more, and I didn't divulge more, so I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm growing up, and I'm seeing that I can actually choose the people that I want to be in my life. I do not have to stay stuck standing with someone that I don't care to stand and speak with or listen to. I can walk away, kindly say thank you, goodbye, kindly say excuse me and leave. Um, there is nothing wrong with me standing up for my boundaries and I have fixed my boundaries around the things that I like and nothing more, you know? It's not, you know, once I hit that I do not like, that's my boundary. So, um, those are things I've learned outside of Christianity because in Christianity, I thought self was very evil. I thought self or flesh would destroy itself and yeah, it will if you just feed it, feed it, feed it, or smoke it, smoke it, smoke it, or drink it, drink it, drink it, you know? But just because you're not under God anymore, it doesn't mean that you're, you're going to go wild. It just doesn't mean that. Because if you're a good person at heart, you don't want to do those things anyways. So when I stopped being a Christian last year, um full throttle because you know I pretty much threw my hands up and said I don't really believe in Christianity all that much and I certainly don't want to have anything to do with that God guy because he's really angry and he reminds me of my raging stepdad and my mother on her worst days I don't want to have anything to do with that guy but I moved myself away from believing Christianity for a little while there 
I actually just like said, okay, I'm going to see what it feels like and, uh, you know, run back to it over and over again. Um, but I was going through these moments where, um, okay, I don't have a Lord over me. I don't have anyone to believe in. Who do I believe in? Who do I let Lord over me? You know, and I chose a bad person to do that the year before, and they did a really bad job doing that. And so last year when I just said, that's it, I, I remember I decided I would go out and I did something really crazy and wild. It wasn't illegal. It wasn't debauchery. It was going to a strip club. And uh, I went alone. I watched females dance. I was exploring my own sexuality. Um, and the whole time I was waiting to be struck down by lightning. I was not struck by lightning, of course, um, because I'm given free will. Hello. You know, I don't know why I wouldn't have thought that anyway, but um, I, I was able to go home, get home, feel happy, feel excited about being so brave, realize I am in charge of my life and those things don't really attract me. I just wondered what it was all about. There's a whole bunch of shit that I witnessed too, by the way, like dudes just playing pool with a, a glorious goddess dancing behind them. Like, I don't even understand that. How do you just play pool and stare at the wall and lean against your pool stick while there's a goddess dancing. I don't get it. I suppose you've seen her dance a few times and you're waiting for the new girl to dance because when the new girl came, then they came to the desk or the, the, the stage or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling. Do you mind that I'm rambling? When religion exposed itself for the joke that it is and I realized that I was a victim while I was being a Christian because I was always like I'm not worthy I'm not worthy I'm not worthy yeah that's something I have to work with every day now I have this I'm not enough mindset that is tearing me to part it's uh it's exhausting to battle I've got I've got this track that runs through my head that that says only Jesus is the way, uh, you're crucifying Christ anew, you, you've turned your back. Well, if those are the things that I would, that's not what I hear anymore, but that, those are the things that I would hear, um, I would have to battle through that and keep trundling on through the day along with all the other bullshit that I was having to deal with, which was, you know, a low-paying job, a shitty co-workers, um, not having enough food at home, the kids raising themselves while I'm working 40 hours a week through the summer. It was hell. It was hell. And it was really hard. But now that I'm on the other side, I just want you to know when you're on the other side of this stupid believing, because it is stupid. Sorry. To me, it is. That was an opinion. That's not a fact. When you're done with that super deep belief, there is freedom. You will release. You will relax. You will start to enjoy your life. And you can start creating heaven right here on earth rather than waiting until you're dead like I did.
Like, I just was always wishing to die. I can't wait till I'm dead because I'm working so hard to get to heaven here. Putting up with my ex-husband through all those years with his abuse, his bullshit, his coercion, his shirking responsibilities, his, his addictions, all those things. Putting up with all of that crap for years and years and years only to be given a book too good to leave, too bad to stay. Um, you know, you don't have to stay in a relationship that eats you alive. And you don't have to do it for God. Yeah, your kids might suffer through your divorce if you have kids. And you might suffer through your divorce but what's worse? A whole life lived where you're like, why didn't I? Or staying in that because you know what it is. And unfortunately, I stayed where I was because I knew what it was for far too long. And I only meant to have a really short podcast here about like what I used to believe and how hard it was to come to turn away from God and I'm sorry if I've gone and digressed too much, and I don't have an editor yet, so I don't have time. You're going to have to put up with this crap for a while, and I hope you enjoy this. Uh, I hope that all is well for you. And any of you people out there that are gritting your teeth because I'm no longer a Christian, I apologize that you feel that way. But we don't all have to be you. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I know you'll take it that way because you're a victim. And I know you're going to get angry at me for calling you that too. Because I would have been too. And I feel those ways too. But when you realize that you've been bowing and groveling and scraping and begging for the past however many years. And you stand up and brush off and realize that all along you could have been making and creating and doing for yourself. It really is an all-body experience. A sudden realization of how free you truly are. To be your own you, your own way, without that awful rule book that you never liked. And that God that did all those horrible things in the name of himself and all those kings that did them in the name of that God. As for Jesus, I think that his teachings were pretty damn sound. I think that he clicks with me when he talks about children because I feel like they are the key to our human evolution. And if we keep shutting them down, sticking them in schools, keeping them locked up all day long and shushing them with their ideas, we're just going to keep staying in the stagnant, shitty swamp with Trump ruling over us. But when we unleash these kids and we let them speak their minds, God, just watch Gordon Ramsay with kids. Holy smokes. These kids are eight, seven, six, and they're making meals adults can't even crack out. Um... These, there's a story of uh, a whole bunch of scientists and, and road workers and they're trying to get a truck under a bridge that's stuck and uh, they can't get it out. They're thinking about lifting the, the bridge. They're thinking about 
blowing it up. They're thinking about cutting off the back of the... Some kid drives through, says, hey, why don't you let some air out of the tires? You know, kids are amazing. They have ideas, and we keep telling them, be quiet, we've already thought of that. Shush, you're just a kid. You don't know anything. This is the kind of stuff that I want to wake up in our, you know, in this generation. Not only wake up to the bullshit that religion is, but wake up to the beauty of children. Because you were a child and you know not too long ago you were full of zest. You were full of life. And then what did this world do? You know, it just lets us down, right? It's It's a setup. It's all... Work, 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 work. Oh, get a little bit of time for relaxation. Work, 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 work. Be with people that you can't stand. You know, it's it's a horrible setup. And I think that children have the dream and the life and the zest to create, recreate a new world for us where we can live fine in utopia but dude it could be a possibility for our own kids we could stop telling them that there's a heaven in some other place when they die we could actually give them heaven right here on earth by making heaven right here not disneyland because you know that's just to make a buck let's do it where everything is for everyone not just a select few sorry I'm getting off my soapbox now. Jill Solo out. Much love to you.